Hi, it's Jesse, and this is a shout out to everyone who jumped on JoeFresh.com to get my limited edition matching family collection. It's been selling so fast. The baby romper, the kid set, and the dress are my obsessions for the summer. I am loving seeing them on your kids, and they're so affordable. The toddler dress is $16. That's why I bought 10 and smuggled them back into the U.S. illegally for my friend's kids. I shouldn't have said that on a recorded medium. Anyway, the Jesse Collection is out now in select stores and at joefresh.com. Get it before it's gone. Or before I'm gone. To jail. This week on Phone a Friend. Goops, Gwyneth Paltrow put her foot in her mouth instead of solid foods. Zendaya has stylist drama, and I got a front row seat for it. Taylor Swift is stage diving into the conversation. And are you hotter than your partner? Plus, I have an X-rated call with Kat and Nat, and it will change your life. You can break your penis 1,000%. Put the kids to bed or in front of Coco Melon, I won't judge, for a steamy episode that starts now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Girl, let's phone a friend with Jesse Crookshank. Hello, hello, hello. This is Phone a Friend. I'm Jesse Crookshank. And... Can I just say Thursdays are my new favorite days of the week because I get to spend them with you. How are you, phone of friends? How was your week? Um, I flew home from Toronto late last night. I was there working for a couple of days. Did I miss my kids, you ask? Mm, no. I'm sorry. Like, I know I'm supposed to say, oh, it's so hard as a working mom to be away from my kids, but that would be a lie. And I never want to lie to you. I... Loved 
being away from my kids. I was in a nice hotel all alone. I put on a bathrobe and ordered room service and ate it in bed watching The Bachelor. I fell asleep in a king-size bed without a single child crawling in it because they're thirsty or they have a sore leg or there's a velociraptor in their room. I woke up alone. I made breakfast for no one. I packed zero lunches. I put no kids in car seats. I listened to Taylor Swift, put on a face mask, plucked my chin hairs in that little light-up hotel mirror, and then I spent 45 minutes doing my hair because I could. And it was glorious. Ugh. When I did FaceTime my kids, Romy just looked at me and started screaming, Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Because as we've established, she's an addict. And like when Evan pulled out his phone, she saw potential to get a hit of that good shit. And she just started screaming, Coco Melon, at my face until I hung up. I should shout out my loving and supportive husband, Evan. Okay, please. He really did such a good job. He's such a loving dad. And he held down the house while I was gone. I am, however, going to read you a few text messages I received from him while away for 48 hours. How much do we pay babysitter? Where is Dre's lunchbox? And finally, when is daycare pickup? Our child has been in daycare for seven months, and her dad didn't know what time she gets picked up. I'm just saying, it's just nice validation that I do do a lot when I'm at home that probably goes unnoticed until I'm not at home and you don't know when to pick up our child. So moms, if you ever feel underappreciated, just go away. You know, bounce for a day or two because they will miss you even if you don't miss them. And that's okay. I just need to tell you this. Um, I was in Toronto to promote this podcast. I did all of the morning shows and like the daytime shows and the talk shows. And uh, Jason, are you here? Yeah. Okay. I have to tell you this. It's so funny. Hi. Hi. So I was on this one particular daytime show with, I, I'm just going to say it had an older demo, <laughs> like an audience filled with lovely senior citizens. And so we're talking about my podcast and they throw to the podcast art on the big screen behind us. It's me and my little underpants and the audience literally gasped. <laughs> it was like, a, <gasps> I honestly thought the image would send one of them into cardiac arrest. I'm like, I was, it was not the crowd, you know? Jay, I feel like not a single one got the Britney Rolling Stone reference. And they all just thought this show probably involved some kind of softcore pornography. <laughs> this episode kind of does. It does. What a great setup, Jason. So we should tell everybody the phone call I'm going to make today to Kat and Nat is NSFK. Not safe for kids listening over your shoulder. I want you to know that right out of the gate. We're going to talk sex. How often should you be having it? Is it okay if you're not having it? What should you do while having it? They're answering your most deeply personal sex questions. And they, you know, Cat and Nat, they do not hold back. I feel like the ladies in that daytime crowd are filing a complaint already. That's coming up. But first, it's been a week. It's been a week. Yeah. Let's start with Gwyneth Paltrow, who was on a podcast called The Art of Being Well. I feel like you have to say that podcast title with soft L's. The Art of Being Well. 
Already, you know, some pretentious shits about to drop. She was asked about her wellness routine, including what she eats in a day. Here's what she said. I do a nice intermittent fast. I usually eat something about 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the morning, I'll have some things that won't spike my blood sugar, right? So I, I have coffee, but I really like soup for lunch. Um, I have bone broth for lunch a lot of the days. Try to do one hour of movement. And then I get in the sauna. And then for dinner, I try to eat, you know, according to paleo. So lots of vegetables. It's really important for me to support my detox. Hashtag relatable. Hashtag relatable. Oh my God, if I had a dollar for every time I supported my detox by sipping bone broth in my infrared sauna, I would be poor. Even more poor than I feel just listening to that. And since nobody asked, here's what I eat in a day. I start with coffee, black coffee, at least four cups. And then after feeding three kids, I shove whatever discarded food I can get my hands on into my mouth, usually like a half-eaten bagel with peanut butter or scrambled eggs Romy threw on the floor. For lunch, I'll whip up a cheese quesadilla because I forgot to get groceries for myself and there's a giant cheese bag from my Costco trip a month ago and that's really all there is left. For dinner... I'll eat according to whatever the hell my five-year-olds are eating. So if I'm making macaroni and cheese, it spoonfuls right out of the pot until I'm satiated. My insides are black. (laughs) Thanks for asking. Seriously, though, excuse me. Mm. I don't even drink water unless I'm recording this podcast. I drink water once a week whilst recording the pod. People have been asking me, like, and when I was in Toronto, people were like, oh, you look great. How'd you get your body back? I need you to know I am run ragged. I don't exercise or eat well. My kids have run me into the ground. Uh, I don't have a wellness routine. I am currently on a survival routine, but I digress. The internet is upset with Gwyneth. People think our comments promote toxic diet culture, and it could be dangerous for others who want to try to adopt her diet. I'm not sure about that, but I can confirm that it would be more dangerous for others to adopt my diet. So if anyone wants to start a controversy over my wellness routine, please go ahead. I will gladly take the publicity. The backlash to Gwyneth was so intense. She did what all wellness gurus do. She posted an Instagram story to clear things up. Listen to this. You know, this was a this was a transparent look at a conversation between me and my doctor. It's not meant to be advice for anybody else. It's really just what has worked for me, and it's been very powerful and very positive. This is not to say that, you know, I eat this way all day, every day. And by the way, I eat far more than bone broth and vegetables. I eat full meals. um, And I also have a lot of days of, you know, eating whatever I want and eating, you know, French fries and whatever. French fries? No. Uh, She also said she had long COVID, which causes a lot of inflammation. So she sees this as a detox and it's working for her right now. You should all know I love Gwyneth. And you want to know what I think? I think people need to get a $200 weighted blanket from the Goop store and relax. What did you expect from the person who created Goop? For context, she she showed up to do this podcast interview on, well, the well, what's it called? All the well things. I'm richer than you. The art of being well. She showed up to do this art of being well interview with an IV drip 
in her arm. Okay? In the same interview, she said she used ozone therapy rectally, where you administer ozone gas up your butt. This is her brand. This is the same person who brought us vaginal steaming, conscious uncoupling, bee sting facials, oil pulling, vaginal steaming, the eight-day goat milk cleanse, and the This Smells Like My Vagina candle. This is what we expect from her. If Gwyneth Paltrow came out and said she ate trash for lunch, she'd be Jessie Cruikshank, and nobody wants that. And you should know that while you're out here worried about her bone broth, she's currently standing trial in a Park City, Utah courthouse where she's being sued for a skiing accident at one of the richest, most upscale ski resorts in the world. Someone is suing her for knocking into them whilst skiing. And if that's not some rich shit, I don't know what is. And now there are all these memes saying that she looks like Jeffrey Dahmer in the courthouse. She's got the aviator glasses. She's got the blonde hair. She really sort of does. Anyway, good luck to her in her skiing accident lawsuit. I'm sure she's sitting there in court with ozone gas up her rectum. Relatable. What's next? What's next? Ooh, more internet drama. I don't know if you, like me, have been following this story about Zendaya's stylist, Law Roach, because I can't get enough. I am so deep down this rabbit hole, so allow me to pull you down with me. So he's an A-list celebrity stylist, or as he likes to say, he's an image architect. Law Roach has worked with Celine Dion, Ariana Grande, and Hathaway Lizzo, but I think he's probably best known for styling Zendaya, because without him, she's not Zendaya. You know, she's probably showing up to Fashion Week wearing Aviator Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what our tween yeah. said, Jay? Uh, yeah. Okay, Aviator yeah. Nation. Yeah. He just, I mean, he's prevented her from that. He's been an instrumental force in making her into this fashion icon that she is today. So the drama started when a video popped up online of him and Zendaya arriving at the Louis Vuitton fashion show in Paris a couple of weeks ago. They walk in together. They're the last ones to get there. They're late. And there's only one seat left in the front row. So Zendaya takes the last empty seat in the front row. La Roach stops in front of her, in front of everyone in the room, and realizes there's no seat for him. Paralyzing. The show is starting. He's just standing there. He's clearly pissed. Zendaya points to an empty seat behind her in the second row, but he doesn't take it. He's like, fuck that. I'm front row material. People start to speculate that there's now drama between La Roach and Zendaya. Mere days later, at the peak of his celebrity styling career, Law Roach announces on Instagram that he's retiring from celebrity styling. <laughs> Using like a literal stock photo <laughs> downloaded from the internet that says retired. He says it has nothing to do with Zendaya and there's no beef between them. I mean, she now gets a million dollars an episode on Euphoria. I would never get mad at her either. He says, quote, the politics, the lies and the false narratives finally got to me. And by that, um, do you mean like the no seat at the Louis Vuitton show? Because to me, that was clearly the breaking point. He is retiring because he was embarrassed to not get a front row seat. He shared his feelings about the awkward moment in a deeply raw, 
moving, an emotional tell-all interview with The Cut. Have a listen and try not to cry. I'm always used to sitting next to her. And so in my mind, my seat was next to her. Mm -hmm. And so when I got there and it wasn't, there was nobody to tell me where my actual seat was. Mm -hmm. I know where my seat is, right? It's next, it's right next to her. It's always right next to her because that's part of our relationship and our interaction, seeing the clothes together. You know, the little cues that a little touch like, that's the look, you know? And so when that didn't happen, it just, and so somebody was like, Law, you have to sit. And I was like, I don't know where I'm sitting. I don't know where I'm sitting. Ugh, so moving. Thoughts and prayers. Jason, are you weeping? Yeah, so much. Mm, I'll give you a moment. He also clarified that he's not quitting fashion. He's only quitting styling celebrities. Except for Zendaya, which we're all grateful for. I mean, I can't have her showing up in... Bunny, what was the other tween brand? Bunny Club, Rabbit, Rabbit cor- Hole, uh, Jumping, jeans or something. Rabbit Hole. Oh God, we're so old. Well, we can't have her showing up in that. He also says the retirement has nothing to do with the front row drama. It's because of how he was treated by another client he dressed for the Vanity Fair party. Listen, here's what I need to say. I have worked with my fair share of stylists and hairdressers and makeup artists in this business. And the ones that I love, okay, the the people that I take with me everywhere on every project, every show, who have become some of my closest friends, they're not just super talented. They're the ones who want to work behind the scenes to make someone else look good. That's what they love to do. Because there are a lot of behind-the-camera people who want to be in front of the camera. For me, that's Law Roach. He's having a public temper tantrum because one time he wasn't treated like the star. And sorry, the fact is, he's not the star. And yes, he's a super important figure in fashion. He should absolutely get a front row seat, but he didn't. And instead of having a hissy fit and embarrassing his client, he should have just taken the second row seat metaphorically, when you're not the star, sometimes you have to sit behind the star. And you have to be okay with that to succeed. And if you're not, go ahead and retire in your prime. Woo, I'm feeling feisty today. It should be noted that at the time of this recording, Zendaya and Law Roach remain friends. For now. I just wanted to slip in one more sound effect. All right, I'd like to introduce a new segment called What's Hot on TikTok? Because let's be honest, most of us don't know. What's hot in TikTok? So there was a TikTok trend where people would post videos of their hot husbands. A lovely Scottish woman named Hazel, who describes herself as average looking, posted her own video standing next to her very hot, very tall, very, I'm going to say, above average looking husband. And it now has 11 million views because people can't believe how much hotter her husband is than her. I didn't say it. 11 million people on TikTok did, okay? She's since spoken out about it. She says she's not just getting comments from strangers online about it. She says when she goes out with her husband in public, she gets looks everywhere she goes from people, quote, wondering how I bagged him. Listen, 
Does anyone wonder how Jay-Z bagged Beyonce or Benji Madden bagged Cameron Diaz or Pete Davidson bagged every attractive woman in Hollywood? Like, I'm not talking about his nether regions. I'm just talking about face. Why aren't we questioning that? This is like a truly a double standard because believe it or not, it is possible for a man to be attracted to a woman because of more than just how she looks. But instead of diving into the offensive misogyny of it all, let me bring up a more important point of discussion. Do you and your partner align in hotness? I'm talking pure physical appearance and swag, okay? And I will allow you to throw in like vibe, energy, sex appeal, because I do think that's an important piece of physical attractiveness. Are you with someone in your league, out of your league? Are you out of their league? I think, (laughs) I think my husband, Evan, and I are perfectly matched on a hotness scale. We are both solid eights. We're like Toronto eights. We're LA 6.5s. We're tall. We both have kind of weird, like big features, but they somehow work for us. We both have equal levels of confidence. We both have full heads of hair. And currently we both have beards, which as I mentioned, I plucked most of mine out in that Toronto mirror, but it'll come back with a vengeance. But that's a comfortable place to be in a relationship, knowing your partner and you are both 6.5s, you know? Keep in mind, I have no idea if he agrees. He might think he's way out of my league. Like, no clue. He might think he's way out of my league, you know? Wait, you should ask him. Is he there? Evan? Yeah, ask him right now. Actually, he's here. Hang on one second. Evan? I'm so annoying. Will you appear on my podcast? It's called Phone a Friend. Were you aware I was doing a podcast? <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Um, this is your first appearance, and I have a really important question for you that Jason is forcing me to ask you. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so do we align in hotness? <laughs> I'm talking about just pure physical attractiveness. Like, I'm going to give you an example. Victoria and David Beckham, equal hotness. Meghan and Harry, not equal hotness. Who's the Meghan Markle's much better looking than him? Did you want to elaborate on that or as a question? Okay, say, yeah. No, I would I think say, you, yeah. I would say you are you are hotter than I. No, you're just saying that because you're on a microphone. Do you really believe that? Yeah, I think I'm punching above my weight in this marriage. I don't think you are. Is that a sports term that you understand? Absolutely, I understand it. Hashtag sports. That's what people come to this podcast for. Evan, I think that we are truly matched in hotness. I think we're when we're totally equal. That's great. Don't you? Do you think most couples are? Or is there usually a discrepancy? There's usually a discrepancy between men and women. Like the women are always hotter than the men. But women are just better looking than men in general. <laughs> I mean, we have ways. You know what I mean? Hot is, I guess, yeah. How would you rank us on a scale of zero to ten? <laughs> now that you've coupled us together, I have to yeah, be careful. Yeah. 7.5? Wow. Uh, in that, what city? Does hotness include personality? No, it just includes swag and sex appeal. Swag is personality. Yeah, like a confidence. Then I think. 7.5 yeah, in or, LA or Canada? Oh, Canada. <laughs> What are we in LA? We're like a six. Okay. Evan, everybody, you can go back to doing a real job. I'm going to go back to being moderately hot. (laughs) Okay. 
Evan's first appearance, everybody. Round of applause for my six. Okay, before I call Kat and Ed to find out if we're all having sex enough, there's a few more quick headlines I feel like you need to know so you can be a functioning member of society, assuming that it is a society that cares about Avril Lavigne. (laughs) (laughs) So let's jump into a rapid-fire round of I Just Want You to Know. And just FYI, that was not my private boy band. That was absolutely the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> we just stole that without permission. So, Howie, please don't sue. Let's begin. So, last week we talked briefly about Avril Lavigne getting flashed on the Juno stage. And I thought, you know what this podcast needs? More Avril coverage. About a month ago, we learned that Avril broke up with her fiancé, turned to rapper Tyga, and said, Hey, hey, you, you, I want to be your girlfriend. I also refer to Tyga as hey, hey, you, you, because I still don't really know who he is or what he does anymore. But apparently he's doing just fine because he bought Avril a custom diamond chain worth $80,000. The, the chain has her name on it spelled out in diamonds, done in a, quote, pop-punk style with skulls and crossbones accessorized with pink ribbons. (laughs) The lettering looks like letters cut out of a magazine, like that's the style, like literally how you would write a ransom note on an $80,000 necklace. I can't. Avril Lavigne, I'm just going to go into college professor mode because this is a lecture I would like to give. This is It's a real TED Talk I want to give one day. Avril Lavigne is a preeminent example of a celebrity who still dresses the way they did when they were in their prime. And $80,000 necklaces with literal Hello Kitty skulls and crossbones. Like, she might as well just wear a tank top and a tie. Same effect, slightly more affordable. Other than our collection of ties and pink skull and crossbone accoutrements, Avril also has an impressive collection of ex-boyfriends. Can I say that? Like, it's truly bizarre. This woman has dated Brody Jenner, so you have that weird Tyga-Kylie Jenner connection, Wilmer Valderrama, and Chad Kroger. Do you remember Chavril? <laughs> when we gave them the name Chavril? When your couple name sounds like a prescription medication, you know it's not going to last. Chavril may cause headache, indigestion, and nausea. Of course, I wish Ty- Tyvril. Again, just sounds like a migraine medication. I wish Tyvril the best. And with this necklace, he said... I'm going to go out and say that's one of the greatest pop songs ever written. Period. I'm with you. That key change. Ooh. All right. Moving right along to someone else who still kind of dresses like they did in their prime, even if their prime was 40 years ago. Madonna, who reminded us all this week that she is a single mom of six. She has six kids. Like, She's planning a tour. She's buying grills. I don't know how she keeps order in her house with six kids running around. But she told us this week, it's with a simple list of house rules. She posted a picture on Instagram. She's holding a chalkboard sign that looks like one of those live, laugh, love posters you get at a home sense. It lists off her top five house rules for her kids. They are one, smile. Two, Be happy. Three, 
Listen to others. 4. Speak kindness. 5. Be happy with what you have. Wow, that's profound. Be happy with what you have. Feel like that shouldn't be hard when you have everything. This is coming from the woman who has publicly stated that she has, quote, a lawyer and a manager and an agent and a chef, three nannies, an assistant and a driver and a jet. Wait, is that from a song? Yeah. <laughs> what song? Oh, American Life. It's like she raps. Jason put this into our notes, and I really thought that was just something that she had said. But no, that's like a rap, one of her famous raps. It's her famous rap. Yeah, from it's the, like from American Life. Yeah. I don't know why Madonna's not being acknowledged in all of these 50 years of hip-hop <laughs> celebrations. I got a lawyer and a manager, an agent and a chef, three nannies and assistant and a driver and a jet. It works, right? Absolutely works. And I get it. Hard for these kids to be happy when you just have the one jet. So thanks, Madonna. More raps, please. Okay. Bad Bunny, who's according to Forbes, the world's biggest pop star, but I could not tell you a single song of his. I only know what he looks like because he's now dating Kendall Jenner. And this is probably why this week he's being sued by his ex-girlfriend for $40 million because he used a recording of her voice without her permission. So you can hear the voice recording. It's on two of Bad Bunny's hit songs. This is the clip. This is the ex-girlfriend's voice. Bad Bunny, baby, baby, baby. Mm. Bad Bunny, baby. His ex-girlfriend, Carlise de la Cruz Hernandez, claims that she came up with the phrase, Bad Bunny, baby, in her distinguishable voice and recorded it as a voice note on her phone. Apparently, Bad Bunny wanted to buy the recording from her, and she said no, and he went ahead and used it anyway. So she is saying in the lawsuit that this has caused her to feel worried anguished, intimidated, overwhelmed, and anxious, something only $40 million would fix. And listen, I'm with Carlise de la Cruz, baby. Your ex is rich. He breaks your heart and leaves you for Kendall Jenner. You get revenge in the form of $40 million. Carlise de la Cruz, baby. And those are a few things I just want you to know. know. Who? Okay. I don't ever want to sue my husband, Evan, for $40 million because we're both LA sixes. I want us to be happily married forever, even when we're fours. But then I look at a couple like Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, and I worry about my own marriage. Here's why. They welcomed their third baby two months ago. And they went out on a dinner date this weekend. They posted it on their Instagram stories, which is great. That's good for them. But this marks the seventh time they have stepped out publicly to dinners, parties, events since welcoming their third child. I know this because I have three children and I'm at home counting their outings obsessively. And I know they have nannies and live-in grandparents and millions of dollars to spend on childcare. I know that. But I'm still seething with rage because I can't think of the last time Evan and I went out on a date, truly. Like, we are drowning in children. We both have full-on careers. I, I, dragging him onto this podcast for 47 seconds is the most one-on-one time we've had in weeks. And I can't help but wonder, is that bad? 
I mean, if we're not prioritizing our relationship, like, it doesn't matter that we're both sixes. So I wanted to phone a friend. Or two friends. Girl, let's phone a friend. I'm calling Kat and Nat. They have seven kids between them. They're moms, influencers, best-selling authors, entrepreneurs. They have a podcast where they talk about sex and relationships. And because I'm too embarrassed to talk about sex and I need advice on my relationship, I thought they would be the perfect friends to call. Hello. 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 <gasps> Hi. Hi. Jesse. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're pretending that we're on the phone, but I'm, I am in your hotel room in Los Angeles. And yeah. I have already revealed to you that I am wearing my first skim. And it is, I put it on backwards. Back, yeah, well, I didn't know. I showed you and you immediately revealed to me that. Yeah. It was Did on you backwards. fix it that fast? No, I just pulled it out, out of your between. You're going to have to your crack. flip it around. It's backwards. And so it's going right up the hoo-ha, oh. right? Which feels appropriate for talking to you. Yes. So I ran here Ugh. to talk to you uh-huh. because I think I might be doing motherhood slash sex slash marriage wrong. I love that we're into and about sex. I needed to talk to people who could tell me. Okay. Oh, because you look at Kat and Nat and you Sexual think that creatures. we might be yes. the ones who are doing that all right. Is yes. This correct? Oh. Yeah, I think I am. Because oh. I listened to your Friday podcast, okay. which is you talk about sex. Yes. So much sex. Right? But it's a lot of, well, we've learned so much about sex and like even, mm. for example, um, like nipplegasms, you can have a full orgasms just through nipple play. Excuse me? Yes. Are you pretending you don't know about it? Yes. That's really your favorite thing? Because the current nipple play I'm getting is like teeth marks from a yeah, no, no, you actually can have a full orgasm. Have you had one? No. No, we oh, heard no. about that. Oh, okay. And not only does it happen, but you can do it to yourself. We learned all the things you do to get in the mood to do it to yourself. Your partner can do it for you. And your midwife or doula or whoever is the lady who no. helps you have a baby, she did it for a woman that no. was having a yeah. baby. And no. while she had the baby, no. she was having a nipogasm. Stop. Yeah. Could you believe that? I would love it. I mean, anything to make that experience less. I know. Well, I've heard about birth orgasms. I've heard too. about birth orgasms too. Have you ever watched one? I have you I, watched I, one? I, somehow, I feel like I've seen it before. Where? I mean, those people love to show their videos. And I mean, what? I would Child like birth? to meet those people. <laughs> if. If anyone listening had an orgasm during childbirth, we'd like to know who you are and we'd like to put your picture Mm -hmm. on our wall. And throw nipplegasms out there too. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. My nipples are currently, it feels like they're hanging off of the flesh so, of the breast. Uh, again, just we, a long string. You could get them, imagine think, like a turkey's neck. It's just that. Wow. Is that real? Are you serious? Yes. I, yeah, I think you can get that fixed. They're going to go back. It's going to go back. Are they? Are you still breastfeeding? Yes. Yeah. Once you stop, that will be pop right And if back. not, I'm sure they can stick, some, like, stick something inside there to Maybe make it. Maybe she likes them. Like turkey me? neck nipples. Like, like a <laughs> nipple implant? Yeah. Now we need to look that up. Yeah. I'm <gasps> so happy we dove right in. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm uncomfortable talking about sex. I know. I have a hard time saying vagina. Wow. So right now I thought, you know, mm. we could just kick things off by shouting out the dirtiest, not safe for work sex word we know on the count of three. Are you ready? Okay. One, two, three. Squirting. Squirting. What? I don't even know. Do you know what a bukkake is? Yeah. It's like like a sex position. 
I don't think it's a sex position. What is bukkake? <laughs> when you eat something and then you spit it back out or eat ass or <gasps> eat vagina and then spit it back in their mouth. What is it? It's also oh, a, I'm not sure. <laughs> also, it's like also known as a snowball. What did you say? What's a snowball? A squirting. And what'd you say? I said dildo. Okay. Oh, jeez. Okay, is this kindergarten? Oh, this is why we're talking. Okay. Worst thing ever. Dildo. Dildo. They're all over my house, like main floor, like on the living room floor. What? Yeah, we have yeah. we have a lot Why? of them. Um, partnerships. Well, I mean, <laughs> partnerships. Partnerships with your partners I, or with other people? No, I've got sex them in toys. my car. Oh, like brand sex partnerships. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, we don't get rid of them because <gasps> that would be a waste. They're in my uh, my glove compartments. Mm-hmm. Literally, Stop. probably a four in there. No, I'm not I'm not lying. Do your children ever yes, see them and know sure. that they're there? Yes. Yeah. Like, you're so weird. I'm like, I know I should get rid of these. Do they know what they are? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. right. Yes. Well, some of them are old enough. Oh, yeah. All of no, them they all know. Yes. Yeah. And the younger one, I just moved him. No, sorry. The older, a boy, second boy. So many. Um, I moved into the basement. <laughs> no, and your first boy, you moved into the basement. Yes. The oh. second kid is moved to the basement. <laughs> okay. And there's a closet where I, like, down there. And he's like, Mom, and he's dead serious. He's like, Mom, I go down and play video games with my friends and the closet doors open can you get rid of all of your sex toys like it was a, there was like a sex there was like a sex a swing sex and toy. shit sex swing too Inter- anal no. balls anal beads oh, everything. everything oh my god well I've come yeah. to the right place to ask you my <laughs> questions yes so here's why I needed to talk to you this okay. is why you're my phone a friend this week okay. I saw a photo of a celebrity couple out on a date just like on the town okay and because it's healthy to compare myself to celebrities, I instantly spiraled. And I thought, when is the last time I went on a date with my husband? A date, a yeah. night out, a dinner out. And I couldn't remember. remember. Okay. It was not Valentine's Day. Okay. It was not his birthday. Yep. I, I couldn't like remember. And so I turned to you essentially for therapy mm-hmm. to ask you, is that okay? Because mm-hmm. we're both working parents of three mm-hmm. young kids. Like, when the relationship is the last priority for this time in our life, is that okay? You have a baby. Yeah. Who was the celebrity couple? Uh, the Tegan family, the Chrissy John Tegan. Oh, just they just had, had a baby. baby. Just they had were baby. the two just alone were out. Yes. We're not judging. We're not shaming. We're oh, just, no, I love that. Oh, we're I'm jealous. We're jealous. Ourselves. We're jealous. Oh, I'm like, that's amazing. They, that means they're taking their relationship and they're making it a priority. You know, sometimes they say in therapy, uh-huh. they say you should do that. I don't know how that actually works. I don't know how that, how that happens. They have, they have young children, a mom that lives there and a yes. nanny. But, but what do you say? Like, what, what is your response Phases. To that? I would say you have phases. Yes. I would say, is your husband concerned that you didn't go on it? Did he call? No, he's the least Anxiety. inspired to go on his birthday. Oh, I was perfect. like, should we do something? He's like, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. So you're in the clear, babe. That sounds like you guys are on but, the same I page. I mean, are you still having oh, sex you without date night? Because a lot of people plan date night for sex. So mm-hmm. are you still mm-hmm. bumping nasties in the bedroom? Mm. Well, let me ask you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's love this is my podcast. Yes. Sorry, just cast. Yeah. Um, how often, oh, no. in your opinion, should parents of young children be mm-hmm. having sex? N- none at all. What? Yeah, none. What do you mean? Zero. What? Yeah. Tell me more. I think that the pressure should be off you to, if you want to have sex, if I can go buck wild. But as a mom, nah, fuck it. If you don't feel it, if you're tired, fuck it. Go to bed. So parents, because so many of my listeners have asked, like, how many times should I have per week, per oh, month? God, I'm like, maybe just calculate per year. I waited like point. seven months with my first one. Wow. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And I was like, you can stick it in, but this is not for fun. Like, you're just going to see if it even works and then get it back <laughs> out. Like, we're not doing, we're not finishing anything here. You're like, just the tip. How often do you have sex currently? Seven times a week. Stop. <laughs> 
Yeah, I would say, I would say at this point, I'm probably averaging once a week. Oh, and that is that good? That's pretty like good. A lot. Yeah, that feels like a lot. Yeah, and um, like I, I feel like let's say if my choice would be like never, and he wants it to be like every day. I think averaging at once a week is a compromise. It's pretty good. Yeah. And you? It's hard to know because I really go through phases where it's yes. like fine and then it's like, you know what? Like it'd be a month. Like it could be, I mean, I think I went like eight weeks in the summertime. I don't think I like had like, yeah. I, it, it's not, I'm, it's not here yeah. and I don't feel guilty for not having it. And that's okay. Oh my God. I feel like so many women feel like they need to be, it's like, but it's, it happens to everybody. Now listen, babe. I, I, I carry a backpack of guilt. Yeah, she does. All the time. And dildos apparently. That as well. Yeah. I just don't, I just think we shouldn't, as women, yes. in a more serious note, yes, be responsible mm-hmm. for a man's um, val- validity, validity, validation, validation of and sexual needs and sexual needs. Yes. Because, I mean, it's not my issue. Like you could masturbate, and you you could and You're like. Looking- did what's a concubine? That what's, what? that? what's a concubine? Where you go into like a special room and have sex. It's a person, a concubine, right? A, yes. What? Is I, that a bad word? I don't think it's a good thing. I thought it was when you go, when you have like a, like a, like when it's you. It's like have, a sex slave. Okay. Oh, no, sorry. Well, I thought no, it was that, when you're in jail and you got your own time. <laughs> Like, that's called ser- solitary confinement. Not. No, no, no. When it, when no, you when no, you no. when oh. you got a visitor, oh, no, that's, that's called conjugal. Thank you, conjugal. Same thing. Sorry, no. I was just thinking that if like we could get okay, let's not say a sex concubine, slave, like a person yes. that would come and right. sleep with them so that they, they could like get out their sex. We don't all have. I don't have a husband who's like, eh, like give it to me all the time. Okay. You both do. Mm-hmm. My my, he's, he no, he's not. He but he would have it all the time. Right. He's not like pressuring me to do it all the time, but if it was available so when you have sex once a week mm-hmm. where when how with four children in the evening okay after they go to bed okay in the bed okay on the bed great okay the sex swing is just downstairs it was gifted right in the box how do you keep things sexy with your husbands oh god i just live i just think he's <laughs> No, like, honestly, I think he thinks I'm so living, like just like, showing up. Just, I literally could like walk by, and I, it's like, it's like I'm a piece of meat. I yeah, tell you. <gasps> me yeah. too. Yeah, really. Yeah, uh-huh. like even like just getting out of the shower. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's still. But how? That's. I don't think that that's common. Okay. Oh, I mean, you, they should really embrace it, and that it probably would be right. Like if you just, I think that. Ah, God, sex is so complicated. So it's a complicated, complicated, it's so complicated. And so personal and individual, it is, right? It yeah, it's complicated. And I think that women often feel like they're not desirable. So we carry that. Mm. So if you're just like, fucking I'm the shit, then they're like, that's the shit. These men are a little bit more simple. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. I think I do feel like you drive the narrative. Absolutely. And they're also insecure. Don't ever forget it about right. like being rejected or being, it's a, you know, they stick it in you, but you can't talk about it. It's weird. Right. And the funny thing too is like, our, I, I, I'm going to think maybe your husband too. It sounds like it, but when my husband is naked and he walks by, he's almost like, like look at this like are you like like what like like, wow. like he thinks i'm gonna be impressed with just like a naked body walking by and i and i try to give him this look like nothing nothing no nothing put your clothes on 
Okay, like, let's you don't get right give it to him. I don't. like I like my husband in a baseball hat, like fully clothed in a baseball hat. Okay, <laughs> way more than naked. <laughs> Like um, no offense to his naked body, just I'm not turned on by a no, man's no, naked body. I would, no, no. I would be, I would but be way he more. By, doesn't isn't kind of like <clears throat> like Mark's almost like lucky, lucky. Yeah, and I'm like, have I you not even, noticed in 16 years? I've never been like, oh, look at your naked body. I can't control myself. That's, that's what they Kids, do. Feed yourself breakfast. We're gonna have a quickie. No, like it's never <laughs> it's ever never happened. happened. But he hasn't given that up, which still, I love for he still him. Yeah, thinks it's great. Yeah, and he still like thinks it's great. Like, yeah. look at that. Good for him. Look, hey, looky, looky. Let's hope it never changes. Hasn't okay, it? that's nice for him. The yeah. show is called Phone a Friend, so I mm. feel it is my responsibility to have you pull out your phones. Yes, you're here, mm-hmm. and send your husband's a nope sexy nope voice. No, thank you. Memo. Why a voice? What do you want us to say? Because you're out of town. So what, well, how about you do it to yours too? Could you coach me through that? Oh, yeah, we you will send it to yours. Okay. Okay, here we go. Okay. Um, hey, babe, I, I can't stop thinking about you. I'm wet and I, I <gasps> want to feel your... I can't say that. <laughs> Yeah, you Your said, manhood. No, I want. Oh I. I. It's so excited to feel you inside me. Tonight. Oh my god! <laughs> no, and send it. Yeah, I think you should be. Like, I want to feel you inside <gasps> me. Or, or you could go <gasps> like this. Or you could go. Do you want to fuck tonight? Because I can't get you out of my head. Okay, so it's. Do you want to fuck tonight? I can't okay. get you out of my okay. head. And how am I saying it? What? Uh, but babe, I just can't get you out of my head. I, I. Let's let's fuck tonight. Okay, I'm doing it just okay. like that. Here we go. Okay, <sighs> it's recording. Babe, I just I can't get you. No, not <laughs> no, that no, no. voice. Just stop it. Babe, 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 babe. Just no, not babe. babe. Just, just babe. babe. I, I fucking can't think. I can't stop I thinking. Can't stop yeah. thinking about yeah. you. And I let's fuck. Tonight. Let's fuck tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Should we listen to that back? <laughs> babe, I just I can't get you. No, not oh, no. The coaching is yeah. still in there. Yeah, yeah. babe. babe. Yeah. Fucking can't stop thinking about you. Oh, and I let's fuck tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm pressing send. Oh my god, oh I'm pressing He's getting a boner. I'm oh, all afternoon, he's got a boner. He's, he's got a boner. He's got to send me right now. He, or he's very confused. No. He's like, who are these well, he's women? Like, that he's you're like, with? how many do get yeah. to get to fuck tonight? Yeah. Are you all coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some, you know, and then you could some like tomorrow you could be a little more like cute you okay. know but, like um, I thought about, I I loved last night let's do it again soon right yeah please I'm just I'm coaching her I know thank you You're this welcome. is what I why I came mm-hmm. to you yeah mm-hmm. I asked my listeners to send their sex questions anonymously good in a segment we're calling a mominous sex question perfect a mominous sex questions. I love that Perfect. word. Okay. A, ma- a, ma- a mom. Say that word. Yes. An- a mominous. A mominous. A mominous. Mm-hmm. A mominous. Mm-hmm. So I asked them to leave a voicemail message Perfect. for you. I'm going to play their voicemails and you help. Sure. With the, the query. No okay. problem. This. Okay. We've changed their voices to protect their identity. Of course. Wow. Okay. Um, question number one. Hi. What are your thoughts on sex with a baby under 12 months in the same room? I just couldn't. Get I can't there. do it. I, I, I can't get it. my head around mm-hmm. it. I can't get my head off it's of kind the of like, idea that yeah. the baby is there, and I'm just. I know the baby doesn't understand what's going on, but I cannot. No. 
if the baby is anywhere near me, I can't stop thinking about the baby. It's kind of like the dog in the room. So it's a personal choice. Absolutely. Ask my husband and he is fine Fine. with it. There can be actually teenagers asleep in the room. He will still go for it. Has that happened? Uh, Kids. (gasps) Have you ever been walked in on? Yes. Oh, tell me more. Not me. Yes. Yes. It's the little one. He's done it like three times. Oh. I just kind of like stop and I just walk him back to his room. Okay. We don't talk about it in the morning. He once he mentioned something in the morning, and I was like, "I, you, you know, I don't know what you're talking about." How old is he? He's eight now. He probably did it when he was like seven and six and five. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. You're so relaxed about it. It's really. It I'm was tr- really embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's over now. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question. My question is: My husband wants me to eat his ass, but I'm scared. Not a question. Just what the fuck. Mm, yeah, that's very common. Yeah, ass eating is quite quite regular. They really like that. Yeah, or ass fingering too. Yeah, and there are finger condoms for that if you don't yeah. want if you want to cover your finger. Yeah. But I mean, I feel you. I'm not eating ass. Like personally, I'm not eating. I'm not doing it. It would just be an. It would just be a no. I know because no I just feel me. like I know that like se- like part of sex is gross and that's what makes it hot. But I know that little farts can come out at <gasps> any time. Oh yeah, and farts coming out come with little tiny itty bitty poo particles. Well, if you're eating ass, you're eating poo. Okay, mm. I am at the thought of poo <laughs> in my mouth. It's too much. I can't. Hi, my question is: What sex sounds are acceptable and what sounds are weird? Okay, so here's mm. that we have a stripper in our life who mm-hmm. travels with us. I'm familiar. Okay, mm-hmm. Romeo, and he's great. We should and all be so lucky. He mm. actually says that um, some women, it's just too extra. Like, and usually it's like housewives that are like just more extra. Like, it's just more like, it's like, he's like, it's embarrassing. He because, says it's distracting. What yeah. What would be an example of an Like, act? I think it's like they're acting. Like, they've watched something mm-hmm. and then they try to reenact it. Like a- Where other people, like, <gasps> like okay. It's got to be so loud. Like ah! Yeah, I, okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, so I'm gonna. Funny. I'm gonna have to get him to. I mean, I should get. I don't think just a scream like that. No, yeah. I think, and no, I think it's also was... just like, like a lot of talking. Mm. Apparently, is distracting for some people mm. too. Like when you're like, oh yeah, if, if I can stick it in my pussy. But and some people love my, that dirty talk. It's yeah. what turns them on. Yeah, my friend was sleeping with a guy once, and she's like, I gotta tell you, he would make the sound like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like prime, primal. <laughs> like like a fucking animal. She's like it is so distracting. I mean, I mean she kept sleeping with them though. Sex is so weird. It's so gro- so. What you're saying so for gross. this person, yeah, well, this ominous woman, oh. just feel it. Make just your own feel, feel it. it. Don't force anything. No. and don't stay quiet. I mean, if you that's your if jam, and I think it. that some a soft people moan. they a need to go like they moan. need to get loud to like. <laughs> To like feel better. Oh, like the sounds make them actually feel better. Uh, it's kind of like childbirth when people yell. Yes, but yeah. some people don't. It's, oh, it's like a three-tier emotion, you know. So like, if you're screaming, it's more electric. Okay. I'll tell you what. You know those tennis players that make a lot of noise on the yeah. court? They have loud sex for sure. Do you think that actually? Because then, do you think with that theory in mind, do you think that people with loud childbirth have loud sex? Yes. For sure, I do. Wow. For yeah. sure there's a correlation. How was your childbirth? Very loud. Okay. So you're 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 a, you're a total screamer. Screaming. I could see that for you. I, but with Swearing. children you probably like Yeah, my children share we sh- I share a wall on one side with the yeah. twins and the other side with you the You just baby. bite a pillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can bite a pillow. They we're learning so much. <laughs> yeah. Um this person says My question is, why do I hate my spouse since I've had children? A great question. Yeah. yeah. So great they sound question. terrible. It sounds nor that sounds normal. And the sound of their voice and everything they say is just like 
it's terrible. It's terrible. off. It's wrong. There's a chance it'll come back. I'm not saying for sure. Like oh, you, really? You could be, it could be over and you should maybe start thinking about an exit yeah. plan, but it, it, you can overcome it. Cause well, I know, know I didn't like the sound of my husband's everything for a while. Yeah, because if you liked him before, you're probably like, like him. him again. Absolutely. You're just going through a phase. Your okay. vagina is not prepared to mm-hmm. take um, invitations at the moment. Mm-mm. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. love that. I have a question. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. yes. With your husband? Yes. Just to end it. Good whiskey yes. dick. It's like, it's a, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 If they have whiskey dick and they think it's fun. You're just like, you're just like, okay. Yeah. You would rather fake an orgasm oh, to make them God. feel good. Even having been married for how many years? Well, because when you're drunk, I, nothing I, makes I, sense. I also don't do it to make him feel good. You I, just do it to get out of it. Uh, uh, to get out of it. Because otherwise, if I, if he doesn't know that I have, then he's like, going to keep going. Yeah. So now I'm done. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, okay, buddy, now you, now you yeah, go. It's over. Yeah. Like, come on, uh, go. Like uh. you can go now, but don't take too long because, because I'll be, I'll be done soon. Right. Yeah. Like I'll be ready to leave. Right. Like go pee. So I don't get a bladder infection. Like it's like, please do this for too yeah. long. So you just, there will be occasions where you mm-hmm. will just, mm-hmm. just to land fake the plane. It's oh, not yeah. to fake it. Cause it's bad. Just cause no, it, you're just over. Get, it's like, it's, the you time. have things to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love that. Um, this is real. Hello, uh, curious, is it possible to break an erect penis? Yes. What? A hundred percent. Stop. Yes. How? Uh, because it's, fir- you can break a penis 1000%. The bone? Yeah. Wait, it's a bone? Yeah, the bone. Yeah, you can break I it. I thought it was just a whole bunch of blood. I thought it was just a f- flaps of skin. No, no, no. You I could, thought it was you, a you, flaps of skin you filled with listen, blood. It's not a listen, bone. Listen, listen, the boner, boner. Yeah, a listen, penis is not a bone. No, no, it's got lots of, it's got bone. Listen. We need to Google you, a lot. You cocky penis bone. No, I believe definitely you can break your boner. A, a bone, <gasps> 155%. What would one have to do, Catherine? Oh, well, I, I know exactly what you would be doing if you did that. <laughs> Do tell. So let's just say, okay. So let's just say Uh he's lying down with his feet to the wall. Uh You're facing the wall too. Your ass is on his dick. Uh And then you fly backward. I need need a visual. Can we act it out? The guy. Yeah, like this, and she's filming. and she's I'm this filming. way. She's like oh this, God, wait. and it's like this. Do it again. It's like this. Okay, and then she flies backwards. Oh God! Or, or she does a somersault this way and takes her and takes her dick with her. So she goes forward, and the dick goes. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. I just want to make my listeners feel feel okay. feel better about yeah. that because okay. you can. if you're listening to this podcast, there's no way that you're youthful enough to do a front somersault, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That was a mominous sex question. Mominous sex questions. Uh, Did we do okay? <laughs> this is flawless, perfect. Okay, okay, actually, good. really perfect. Okay. Um, but this That's has totally been this so is, informative. Yeah, an R-rated podcast. Probably too informative. No, never. never. That's why I have a podcast. Exactly. So I can send my husband dirty messages. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you're gonna have to next podcast let everyone know how he responded and what happened because he should. You should really no, keep. I've, I mean, we should have a follow up on this. 
because I'm invested now. His last text was literally Kinko's is closed. Uh, so really, we're not. That's uh, the level. The, oh, you should have been like. That we uh, we're gonna get. Other. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kink you tonight. Yeah, oh, if you had really told yeah. us. God damn, damn it. it! You kinky okay. is open. Yeah, I, well, my my kink is open for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably if someone just texts me and I'll life. let you know what to say. Done. Mm-hmm. Um, more of that unfiltered sex talk is available. Uh, at Cat and Nat Unfiltered, wherever yeah. you get your podcast, right? right? How many times do you do this? Four, Four times, times a, week. a week. I mean, I can't even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't even mm-hmm. have sex one time a week, mm-hmm. let alone record a podcast four times a week. Mm-hmm. So listen to them there. Follow them on all social media platforms at Cat and Nat. Exactly. Catnat.ca, and you'll find all of our tour dates. We're and, everywhere. And make sure you leave a review um, for Jesse because she's a rock star. Oh, and yeah. Am I supposed to say that yeah. at the end of the episode? You, yeah. No, I'm saying make sure you okay. go leave Jesse a review and don't review it on us. Review it on how. <laughs> How amazing Jesse is, and yeah. if this was a shocking yeah. episode, don't it's not. Review it. Don't it, don't d- review. You just be like, one. I love her five stars. I love Jesse, and Those share her podcast yeah. with anyone yeah. who needs to hear this, yeah, which is everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, now we have to pretend that we're on the phone, so you have to say bye, okay. bye. It was, it was so, so nice, nice talking to you. Bye, Who, Cat and Nat, everybody? I promised you a not safe for kids conversation, and I, they delivered. I feel like I need to be smoking a cigarette. <sighs> After that, and for the record, Evan has not replied to my voice note, not even acknowledged it. We have not spoken of it since. So thank you to Kat and Nat for that. After the break, calling all Swifties. Actually, the Swifties are calling me. Where do I stand on Taylor Swift? Hold on to your wispy bangs. I'll tell you next. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We're back 
And ladies and gentlemen, the Swifties have entered the chat. Or at least my answering machine. It's time to check my voicemail. Check, check, check your voicemail. Hey, Jesse, it's Carrie from Halifax. I was just wondering your thoughts on the wonderful Taylor Swift and her amazing Eras tour. I'm impatiently waiting Canadian dates. Thanks. Hi, Carrie from Halifax. Thank you for your question. Um, Love this message. Listen, if you want to know where I stand on any given subject or person, leave me a message and I'll tell you. I have not discussed Taylor Swift on this podcast or anywhere really Not for a very long time, and definitely not since I entered my Swift period a few years ago. I think I thought, like the rest of us, she was kind of annoying. I thought her lyrics were a little juvenile, sort of embarrassing. Like, her music was just not for me. But in a post-pandemic, post-folklore, post-Evermore, post-Midnight's 3 a.m. edition landscape, I have entered my Swift era. I am not ashamed to say... I am a middle-aged Swifty. I identify as a tired mom who loves Taylor Swift. Ooh! That feels good to say it out loud. And I realize that these last three albums, they're slower, they're more mature. I believe they squarely classify as adult contemporary. And I'm okay with that. I am an adult contemporary woman. I've reached my adult contemporary life phase. I had four girlfriends over for dinner last week, and what did I throw on for ambiance? Midnights, followed by all-too-well 10-minute version seven times in a row. It just felt like the perfect companion for elder millennial women to talk about their kids in their night creams, you know? So when I saw the photos from the Eras tour, Carrie, come out this week, I mean, I was all in. Not in on the concert. I mean, at that, I would have to drain my children's college funds to get in. But I was there in spirit. She looks incredible. The long, soft hair. Ugh, the looks from each era, so good. The stage dives. The three-hour show. Can I just say, footnote, when I went on tour, similar response to my live show, by the way. So sorry for breaking Ticketmaster with my tour. But I was told to do a tight one-hour set, and I did a 2.5-hour set because I wanted to give people their money's worth. And that, I feel, is what Taylor is doing. She knows people are literally spending tens of thousands of dollars on a single ticket, so she's making sure they leave satisfied. Like, three hours is incredible. I didn't even go to the show and I feel satisfied just from the pictures. So yes, Carrie from Halifax, I am squarely, proudly in my Taylor Swift era. I am living in it and it feels great. Oh, God, just feels good to get that out, you know? And thank you for your message. Anybody can leave me a voicemail. The number is in the description of this episode or just slide into my DMs with a voice memo because your questions really do make my week. Um, And speaking of which, thank you to our brave amominous moms for asking about broken penises, bum licking, and everything in between, literally. Thank you to Kat and Nat for their insight and insanity. I love and admire those women so much. And above all, thank you to you for listening and reviewing and for sharing this with your friends. I love seeing how many of you are posting about this podcast and telling people about it in your Instagram stories, like tag me. I repost them all. And now I'm off to pick up my kids from daycare because I know what time their pickup is. 
Have a great week, everybody. I'll miss you until we talk next Thursday. Okay, I'm hanging up now. Bye, Jason. (laughs) Bye. I never say bye to you. It's rude, frankly. Bye. Bye. Phone a friend was created by our mom, Jessie Crookson. The executive producers are Jessie Crookson and Jason Yanba. The technical producer is Rob Parrott. The amazing theme song and sexy interludes are by Jay Melanowski from Badwin Sound Clash. Phone a friend is part of the ACAST Creator Network. Credits are by us, Ray Gatika and Real Gatika. We're her kids. That's crazy, right? Wow, you're still listening? Okay, see you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.